Welcome to the American Made and Paid Show, the home of free speech and independent thought. The big story is freedom of speech is really in trouble. The far left knows that at any time they can call for a sponsor boycott of anyone they despise. It is right here, right now, where you'll get your weekly dose of unfiltered truth. It's non-negotiable. Pre-existing conditions will be protected. This president has said this as a candidate. Insight. Very few people I know could have handled it. We can never, ever let this happen to another president again. An information that challenges the American way of life. Welcome, everybody, to the American Maiden Page Show. Zach here, back with uh, Professor Drake. Hope you guys are all having a good week so far. I thought I'd kick off this episode and talk a little bit about something rather controversial that's unsurprising when it comes to Congress, but Katie Hill. Uh, a lot of people have kind of uh, asked me about my opinion on the fellow California Democrat who announced her resignation just a couple of days ago after admitting to a sexual relationship with one of her campaign staffers, who I believe is a woman. Not that that has anything to do with anything. And she actually didn't, you know, she didn't object to that. She actually ended up talking about how this was an example of revenge porn or and ended up actually blaming her abusive husband for this. But, you know, there was no no um, admission of fault on her hand whatsoever. It's just typical, you know. It's like, had the roles been reversed, you know, it would have been a bigger debacle. But that's the thing, is like, you know, her, so her nude photos of, of her in Congress, like, went out and <laughs> was shared around. <laughs> and... You know, it's just it's just a mess. But that's that's the deal. Like this is just the thing. And she's she's blaming everybody except herself. For those of you who haven't um, looked into Katie Hill, go ahead and just Google Katie Hill. After you read a couple of different articles on her, you'll have a pretty good idea as to what's up. It's just you know typical. This is just a thing that happens. And um, yeah, but she's a woman, so she can do no wrong. So that's all I have. Yeah, to say. This is insane. This is really, really insane. Like she's a pretty version of Hillary Clinton. <laughs> she really is, because Hillary Clinton is really even when Hillary Clinton was ugly. I mean, uh, when she was young, she was ugly, but she is like a prettier version. But let's talk of about Hillary this because this is typical. And the 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 thing is, it's it's incredibly absurd, right? Well, it, like it, here's the thing that that. I'm like blown away by this because I'm just catching, you know, catching wind just right now. But it's amazing. She is saying the reason why she has to resign is through gender bias. <laughs> That's what know, she said. Crazy. It's amazing. It's amazing. These allegations, her, oh my, it's, it's really something else. But, you know, if she honestly believes this is gender bias, then you have to ask, what about Al Franken? Well, that's the thing. Al Franken is mentioned, and, and, and Al Franken and Anthony Weiner, you know, those Congress people that are also mentioned alongside these cases, but, but because they are men, mm-hmm. you know, men get all the heat. The, pro- the problem here is that women just do not admit fault. She's a perfect case of just how women are sometimes, where it's like if they're caught doing something like this, cheating on their husbands, having a, an affair relationships it's like oh no it's because of my abusive husband that i'm doing this or it's because of the the male dominated world of politics that made me do this it's never on her that's just the bottom line i mean we could talk in circles about the ramifications of this but the deal is she is not admitting fault she's talking about how others are trying to humiliate me and others are trying to 
cause an outrage, you know, and my husband is this and that. And it's, it's every, it's everybody else's fault, but her own. That's all it is. I love politics. I really do. But this is why I love politics, right? So CNN, CNN, obviously, um, it's a left-leaning organization. Uh, because here's the and, thing that they're talking about. They're going like, well, technology is a way to humiliate people in this way. But it, she's acting inappropriately. Where, yeah. Where's the question about that, you know? Well, but see, but that's the point. See, now, if you look at CNN, and, and I know it's kind of silly to tell everybody, yeah, CNN is left-leaning, but it's kind of important to mention it here. So CNN is totally defending uh, this lady, Katie Hill. And, well, tangent really quick. This is, you know, now conspiracy <laughs> theory time. I honestly do believe that people from CNN, MSNBC, they have a direct line to our politicians. And I speak of this and I say this because in the 90s, I knew this to be true. A politician or a government official can just go ahead and call the media. Seriously, they would have the media on speed dial. Mm -hmm. And if they want spin, they, they call their local reporter, whoever it is, yeah. and for their local agency, whether it's ABC, NBC, whatever. And they would call the media, mm -hmm. tell the media whatever they want, and the media will report it that same day. And I have to believe that exists in this case as well, even though, you know, my experiences are from the nineties, I don't see that changing. If anything, I see this getting worse. So, I mean, not that I have, you know, any insider knowledge today, <laughs> but based on my previous experience from like 20 years ago, I know it to be true. So I don't think that that's, I don't think that's absurd to make a statement like that, that they have the well, media on speed dial. Well, but the thing <clears> is it, it, it does sound like, a conspiracy theory but i have experience with this so like i remember when we were trying to shut down people we would have to call the media and say hey look get the media on this da 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 da, da. we report it and boom there you go and then the media is there in front of whatever it is that we needed and they say all kinds of negative things and people start you know putting pressure on the people that we couldn't touch that's why you go to the media uh but anyway that's neither here nor there um so cnn literally said this. <laughs> I like this. Former Republican Senator David Vitter of Louisiana in 2007 admitted to having previously been involved in a Washington prostitution ring while in office. Mm -hmm. And in 2010, he was reelected to the Senate. <laughs> so you know what I mean? They are making the case for her. Yeah. So, and, and I would like to address that. Here's the thing. <clears throat> That's the same thing well, with Pizzagate. Remember when that when that went around a few. Uh, yeah. No, but think ago? about this. Th think about this. Here's the difference. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. Think about this. This is the key. David Vitter admitted to using prostitutes while he was in office. He told the truth, and guess what happened? He was reelected. Why? Because he told the truth, truth about what he did. It will set you free. <laughs> yeah, just like Marion Barry. This is, I love this one. Marion Barry, uh, the former mayor of 
Washington, D.C. That dude was in jail for using crack <laughs> while in, while, I'm not kidding you. Marion Barry was on crack while he was mayor and he got arrested by police <laughs> and he did time in jail while he was the mayor. He did it like a year or two in jail. And when he got out, the people reelected him. <laughs> to be hey, there and, and we gave anthony weiner a second chance i mean yeah. he turned when he admitted fault right when he was sending those raunchy photos i mean it's too bad <laughs> yeah. because you know i don't support anthony weiner and you know that's a it's, yeah, of course not but see but that's the major difference so for cnn to make the case for katie hill oh this is gender bias men are treated differently no men tell the truth <laughs> then when they're when they get caught they get caught they tell the truth and say, hey look i'm sorry look at bill clinton when he got caught you know i did not have sexual relations you know, whatever whatever he said i was so you know waiting I mean? for, for katie hill in that video to just say that because it's so fitting because she did have sexual relations with a woman <laughs> anyways um but you're you're right you're right you know there is I think if there's as long as there's a sincere admission of of uh, guilt or fault, that's at least a stepping stone in the right direction, you know. But it's no, but that's solid. It just came out today. This article, like man, yeah, you're, yeah, on, you're happened, on top just, of this. Yeah, this has just happened a couple nights ago. So yeah, no, but like literally today, CNN, the curious case of Katie Hill. How is this curious? This is just straight up. There's video evidence. She admitted it, or she admit that it happened, but now they are saying, like, oh, this is standard for politicians. Everybody's doing it. Why is she being punished? Well, Anthony Weiner got stroked pretty hard. I mean, no pun intended when this kind of went down, and it's like we don't give the same kind of leniency to Al Franken. Yeah, no, but, but they're trying to say, like, CNN is also making the case that we are slut-shaming this lady. Oh, God, Katie. get out of here with that. <laughs> no, but, but I don't know if you remember the whole thing about Sandra Fluke, the Georgetown uh, student who was, I don't know how, but she testified in front of Congress stating that she needs birth control, the government to pay for her birth control pills. I remember something like that, but I don't now, know. This is like back in 2012. So it, it was like a big deal back then and da-da-da-da-da. And, and so that's what they're trying to say. Oh, we're just slut-shaming her. We're doing all these crazy things. But the truth is nothing like this. This is a person who's trying to say she did nothing wrong. And, and, and this is the thing. As much as we hate our politicians, I will say this, them being uptight about sex is actually a good thing because that's probably the one last thing that is saving us because there's a lot, you know, because yesterday we spoke about, uh, about Kanye West and this kind of ties into the Kanye West mentality. So Congress and, and this is, you know, a belief based on evidence that our Congress people, our senators, mm -hmm. they believe they're gods. They believe they're, you know, almighty. They believe they're powerful. And to some degree, they are correct. They are more powerful than us because they granted themselves immunity. So there is no checks and balances for government officials 
of that level of that caliber because they are immune to anything we can do to them legally using the judicial branch. That's just how it works. Uh, and there's no way around it. There is no way around it unless you know somebody like the counselor and very, you know, come on, she's only one person. You know, there's very few attorneys that actually knows how to beat the immunity clauses. And so the average person, no, the majority, a good 95% of the population will never be able to beat somebody like Katie Hill if she decides to do something wrong or illegal. Um, you know, mm -hmm. and uh, it's just an impossibility. 95% of the population will never be able to beat up uh, any government official who has immunity. Um, and that's basically saying that uh, they're immune as long as they're doing something under the color of the law. Just the color of the law, not the direct word per word of the law or the intent of the law. It's the color of the law, which means a eh, ballpark figure. You know what I mean? Like you're right. guessing. It doesn't have to be the law exactly. Eh, just in the ballpark of the law. <laughs> and, and that's what politicians <laughs> have. So was See, that at, at her husband though unfortunately was a bit of a cuck because he he was posting like photos of his wife on the internet it was like you know all kinds of inappropriate things i won't go into too much detail <sighs> i don't want to talk about this in context of that but it's, well it's kind of important but we'll bring that up like in the like 15 20 minutes but let me build up this foundation like the legal foundation of of why this is so important and and and, and and this kind of gives me hope. So we all know these politicians are in their mind godlike. They have that Messiah complex like Kanye West. Because, you know, this woman, I don't know how old she is, but like uh, 32. She's not much older than me. She's like Yeah, that's actually pretty young. So I'm actually surprised. That caught me a little bit caught me because she looks a lot older. <laughs> But anyway, let's do the here or there. Because she's um, white, you know, white people. I know. <laughs> just, I thought just, she was like 40 something. Just a fact Seriously, of life. She looks like 40 just something. a fact of life. And that's the problem with all these, like, you know, LGBT and, and women people coming around are all like, oh, the way that women are elected in office are held to entirely different standards. And by the way, nobody asked her to resign. She announced her resignation. Yeah, she did it herself. Well, yeah. no, no, no. But, but here's the thing because she's from California, this is, and, um, I know it's taken me a while to build this up, but but it's there's this is such a complex case. This isn't cut and dry, especially when you have organizations like CNN saying, "Oh, the curious case of Katie Hill." That's all BS. Uh, they called the media to do this, and they're doing this on purpose. This is an intentional attack on. Well, yeah, I don't want to sound Christianity, but. I'm going to make this case and, and, and wrap it up at the end. So these people are all powerful. They know they are. They are immune to anything that we can do. We cannot sue this lady for misappropriation of funds or discourteous treatment of the public. We can't sue. We can't. So even though that's all written down and there's laws against it, we they could break those laws easy. So on that note, For some odd reason, sex is still taboo. And because sex is taboo, 
we have a little bit of, you know, some kind of, you know, the people have some sort of way to attack these people. So are we really slut shaming her? Well, yeah, we are. Why? Because it's inappropriate. Your sexual behavior is inappropriate. And that's a bad example for anybody for boys, for girls, it doesn't matter. We look up to you because there is a thing called discourteous treatment to the public or behavior that you know destroys the reputation or the people's faith in that institution. So if we elect somebody and then instead of them being serious um, and okay, so this is going to be a question. I'm going to, I'm going to stop mid-thought and I'll, I'm going to backtrack a little bit and say this. When you think of a police officer mm-hmm. or a judge, are they supposed to be held to a higher level of standard than a normal person who is not a police officer or a judge? What do you think? Mm, can you repeat the question? Is a judge or a police officer held to a higher ethical standard than a normal person who's not a cop or a judge? Like, uh, a I t- would agree so because you're upholding the law, you know. Well, see, and but that's the thing, it's supposed to be a definite yes. Your police officers, your school teachers, your judges, your politicians are supposed to be at a higher level, and, and that, so, so that's. Standard. Because here's the thing, right? What, what, I think what you're getting at, and I want to add to this, is people are saying that, well, you know what? Just because she, her sexuality was exposed and she was with somebody doesn't make it wrong. Like, that should have nothing to do with her. Well, but if you forget the about thing, the sex. No, no, no. Listen to what I'm saying. Like, because you're in politics, because you're in a position of leadership, mm-hmm. right? Writing these kinds of laws, all I'm saying is it was inappropriate to begin with. Yeah, that's all I'm well, saying. It was well, no, 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 no. But see, but but here's the thing, because like this is I don't want to say this is complicated, but I just want to show how because a lot of people, not not the listeners, but I'm just imagining people who are like leftists, far left, even centrists, they will always attack something that I'm saying or what you're saying is because I'm saying this is an attack on Christianity again, but this is a stealth attack. And you're thinking, how is this an attack on Christianity? So I want everybody listening to focus on this question. Are judges, police officers, school teachers, are they held to a higher standard of ethics and morals? Yes. The same way you look at as a priest or a pastor. When you think of a priest or a pastor, yes, yes. are they held to a higher? But see, the question is, why are they held to a higher standard than a normal, than a garbage man? Because you are you 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 are in a position where you're determining people's well, well think not just that, and you're you're responsible for rebuking or reprimanding people. That's well, yeah. See, and that's but the the most fundamental thing to see here is we the people are giving our trust to you to represent us. Does that make sense? We like we vote for the politicians to create a system to hire police officers. So we are giving them, well, this is gonna be a weird thing to say, but 
they are, we give them the power to be our shepherds. You know what I mean? We are the sheep and we give them power to be our shepherds. They shepherd us. Right. Basically. So if we're giving them our trust to watch over us and they end up to be like wolves, come on. You know what I mean? That is totally wrong. And they violated our trust. And that's, and that's the whole thing. So when you destroy somebody's trust in a system, they make you question everything behind it. And what's behind our system is Christianity. This is a Christian-based system in the United States. It is unique in the world. So when they corrupt the system and our faith in the system, they put it in everybody's head that Christianity is bad. That's a good that's, way. I see what you're saying now. That's, see, and, but it always goes back to what Obama said way back in, you know, when he was president. Oh, a lot of bad things were done in the name of Christianity. So when you see these cops, these Bible, uh, these Bible-believing cops shooting us dead, they're doing it in the name of Christ. See, and, 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 and that's what these people end up doing. They don't say that direct. Only Obama had the nerves to say it directly. But everybody follows that pattern of Well, here's blame. the thing. But, but here's the, I'll tell you why people follow that pattern. Because a lot of their faith and their, a lot of their compass and their beacon for, for righteousness and trust is contingent on individuals and not on God. That's why you put your feet yeah, in exactly. people is what I'm saying. Yeah, no, but see, but that's, you see, you, you get it. That's exactly. I understand it a hundred percent, which is why even if my pastor who we may think of as being infallible gets caught with a hooker or something, I'm not going to lose faith in Christianity. You know why? It was not about believing in men in the first place. <laughs> yeah. See what I'm trying to say? No, it's the truth. See, but that's why like that. I really wanted to break down Kanye some more. Because, dude, like, I can go all week and break that down. Here's the problem with Kanye. And and I saw this this morning, too, with people that are Christians, right? Good Christians are like, oh, this is great. We got to pray for Kanye that he brings the gospel to everyone. The, the thing is, is that people are making it too much about Kanye and not about Jesus. Where's the doctrine? Where is the gospel? The, the real gospel? Not like, here's the thing, man. It's not enough for Christians to even just say, well, I believe in God or I love God. Because here's the thing. The Jews believe that and the, the Muslims believe that. What sets yeah. us apart is what Christ did. That is the, yep. the biggest difference. And unfortunately, dude, when you encounter people, you go, hey, you believe in God? Oh, yeah, I believe in God. Oh, praise God. What does that mean? Hindus believe in God or their version of whoever they, they want to pray to. But you see, this is what I'm saying is people are, and this is the problem with Kanye because if Kanye, okay, so here's the thing about politicians and celebrities in, in, in positions like this is that unfortunately, if they're not doing it right, they end up making a mockery of Christianity. They don't actually end up elevating it. Think about it. This is what happens with people like that. And look what happened to Ted Haggard. You know, like this is just the reality is when we put too much of our faith and our Kanye being a Christian, right? Should yeah. not influence your faith any more than your own, like, or any less. Person. Right. Any more, or any less. It's the belief in Christ. And 
people are just like, well, no, I, now I'm going to start listening to gospel music and going to church because Kanye go to church. And it's like, okay, if Kanye gets caught and he slides back to his old ways or whatnot, I know he said he's not going to perform any of his old music, but say he does, right? Is that going to shake your faith? And if it does, that means your faith was not in God and Jesus. It was in men. And it's the same yep. thing with politicians. <clears throat> That's why I, I, you see all roads lead back to him I- inevitably. That's just how it works. You know, That's just how the universe is. It is a universal law, but that's why people need to make sure that like, it's like, it's the same thing. It's, it's those biblical principles. Like, what are you building your rock? What are you building your foundation on? If it's on men, you're screwed. It, it doesn't yep. matter because these so-called infallible people, whether it's Ronald Reagan, Martin Luther King Jr., Gandhi, you know, whoever you look at, I mean, Gandhi's not too great, but as a virtue, right? Yeah, no, he wasn't to aspire great, to, the only person you should strive to be more like is Jesus. No yeah. man, because every man is flawed and that's okay. What I'm saying is like, you know, like Gandhi wasn't good. Neither was Martin Luther King Jr. That's not, you know, but you know, it's funny. And we need to be Hollywood. bashful and say things like that. Where it's like, dude, don't put your faith in MLK Jr. If you found out yep. he was a fraud, is that going to shake your faith in the Civil Rights Act? It shouldn't. <laughs> no, but, it should. Well, no, actually, it should because it was bullshit law. Well, well what I'm but, saying but, is, it, it shouldn't shake what you believe. Your in. faith in God. No, yeah. no, but here's the, but here, here's the, but no, but I'm not kidding you. Hollywood tries to like. It's literally a quote. I forgot the name of the movie, but it, there's a movie with Kevin Spacey and Kevin Spacey, some alien dude. <laughs> Uh, that that in, in infected some guy and he's like the super genius guy and he was like oh yeah you know i studied earth history and you know i i'm very fascinated with the great men like gandhi or jesus christ and i'm like what how is that even the, but but that's the thing it literally they try to compare people like as ordinary people like jesus ordinary men Gandhi, ordinary man, but they had great philosophies. And I'm thinking, how is, or, or Buddha, you know what I mean? It's like, how are, it's, they're not even the same. But Hollywood has been attacking these instant, or in, attacking Christianity so they can control the system, the institution. So, yeah, here's, yeah. so here's the uh, second part. So we now have established that you know we put our trust in, in these politics blah 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 because you know it's it's a big system to control but here's the thing for whatever reasons and and i you know i don't know why but sex is still taboo you know as human beings we don't walk around naked we don't you know we don't have sex in the streets or no i mean we're outside not of the bay area we're not animals yeah well i mean i know because i know in, in the Bay Area, yeah, you can see people doing stuff like, and like literally, you can see. I know, it. I know. It's, you know, it's insane. But if you take the Bay Area out of, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, I, I know it's hard to do this, but just for sake of arguments, you got to take places like West Hollywood, San Francisco, certain parts of New York where they actually do have public sex. Forget about all that. But for 98% of the country, we have some sort of shame about being naked in public or, you know, having, you know, like threesomes is still considered taboo. That's not normal. 
You know what I mean? Like you would get embarrassed. I'm like, oh yeah, I had a threesome. You don't say things like that. Yeah. Normal people don't say, oh yeah, I had, you know, what? It's no, not no, no, something no. to be proud of. It's not something yeah, to no, exhibit. But, you know what I mean? But see, but this is the thing. This is our last hope because we still have public shame about how we have sex. Even though sex is normal and natural, we still have shame about that and that's a good that's thing a good because, thing that's yeah a good and because thing. of that shame we can still protect our institutions but you know which is pure christian christian you're right you're you know what actually what you say has a lot of truth because even the bible says and i got to be better about this that it's actually forbidden it's it's a disgrace to speak of such things and defile the marital bed right because here's also the thing at the end of the day nobody else got to know what you do with your wife Nobody, well, but, and, and, but, but, but like, well, what I'm also, now we got to look at it from the liberal point of view, right? Or the progressive or the atheist point of view. Oh, you guys are all idiots. But there is a scientific reason for this because we have to stop with the diseases that are running rampant in areas like San Francisco, West Hollywood the village and oh, i don't want you know I, like i don't want to say too much because then people oh no those are all highly gay areas like no those are just areas where people have a lot of sex in public and there there is no shame in their sex and it's no yeah. coincidence that the medical problems that come from areas where because even tuberculosis is running wild well that's what i'm Why? saying stds aids hiv that is the consequence or bacteria, MRSA, for, for behavior and too much sex. I mean, it's it's scientific. You, we we talked about this in the earliest episodes of this show before you were a Christian, right? And you were like, dude, the science is there. Like it, it can't yeah, the rest. science has always been there. Seriously, the science has always been there. But here's the thing: this woman is now going to make an attack on why we shouldn't be embarrassed about sex because this is the last. Thing that's holding us together because we the people we give our trust and faith to men to control us and these people have made themselves immune to for us to ever do anything about it except for through the ballot box which may or may not be uh you know because again the power isn't in the ballot box the power is with the people who count the ballots that's true Seriously, because like, yeah, you're not, you're not wrong. You're not. How wrong. do we know that these guys are counting the ballots right? It's like, remember oh, that 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 lady that was arrested for for ballot fraud or whatever yeah. for Stacey Abrams' campaign? Yeah, I mean, Stacey in, in Abrams Florida. still lost, but it was. Was it in Florida or was it in Georgia? Oh, oh, I, think, I forgot. I, yeah, I just, but you know what I'm talking both. about, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was in both states. That one, that one lady in in, uh, in Florida, and the the picture of her Boston. was hilarious. She just had like 500 ballots like taped to her face or what? You know, the, the, it was just a funny picture. I don't remember it exactly. Well, I remember that one lady, and she got caught doing this for like 20 years, and, and they never got rid of her. Never got rid of her. So the power really is with the people who count the ballots. But anyway, uh, but the thing is like this. The only checks and balances we have left is public shaming by saying, hey, this dumb broad is posting herself nude photos naked. So she has some, because the thing is like this, 
sexual deviancy is still considered a considered a mental illness. Yes. So, so, you know, and, and I'm thinking, thank God for that because playing with your butt is no longer a mental illness, <laughs> but in the old days it, it was, was, Yeah. but it's, and it, but anyway, but sexual deviancy, like what she's doing is considered a mental illness. So yeah, there's reasons why she should resign. She's mentally ill. Like literally there are plenty of doctors who are saying this woman is mentally ill. You know, she, another yeah. thing too is we need to, again, you know how we always talk about language is so important. It's actually the biggest thing that I, I hope our listeners take away. Change the, the term public shaming in a weird way. People have conflated also with reprimanding people openly and rebuking people. Have you noticed that people are less likely to call out other people now because they say, well, don't judge me, right? But Here's the thing. If you're bashful about it and saying like, dude, playing around like this way, like you got to stop doing that because it ain't right. Because we've become a culture where we, it's not where we've, we've put together shaming and rebuking. Now it's not okay to do either. So it's like, <laughs> it, it's like you can't make fun of fat people because it's fat shaming, right? But <clears throat> saying that, hey man, you keep this up, you're going to die of diabetes in, in six months. <clears throat> That is a scientific assessment that is now in the same category as shaming. And that goes for everything. So now you're not even allowed to call people out. You can't say to somebody, hey, you know what? You're married, but you're having an affair. Like, that's wrong. That's adultery. You can't say this. Like, well, don't judge me. Don't shame me. It's, but it's wrong. You see, that's what well, I'm trying to say well, is people, people put all of that in the same category, so nobody says anything. Well, see, but that was my, that was my next uh, that was like the third part, like, cause there, there's natural progression. And that's the thing. Cause like I'm new to Christianity. So how do, how does one do it without judging? <laughs> no, it's like, I, okay. So like if I was to do it in, in my way, so here's, you know, the, here's the thing. And this is biblical, right? Uh -huh. There's nothing wrong with rebuking somebody, which is basically correcting somebody. It's wrong. So fix it. Right. The problem yeah. that people interpret as judgy, right? Like judging is when it starts to become ad hominem. It's like, well, you're stupid for doing this. And that's, that's not nice, right? People are obviously not going to take well to that kind of feedback. When you go, the reason why you're dumb and miserable and everything is because you lead this kind of lifestyle. And that's where, that's where it, it, it's, it's, it feels like it's shaming because, you know, it's, it's, it's meant to hurt your feelings, right? But the, here's the deal. If you're correcting somebody and there's no attack on their character, there's no ad hominems, and you're just reprimanding them, right? Rebuking, reprimanding it the same way in, you know, like, can you imagine? Like, because in, in, in the corporate world, in HR, you, you can issue PIPs. You can issue reprimands. But can you imagine if every employee you had, like, you had some, like, guy who like would hit on girls in the, in the break room and you try to reprimand him, and he just went, well, don't shame me for doing it. It's like, I'm not, I'm reprimanding you. <laughs> it's the same thing with what you're describing, like public shaming, right? I think that people have lost their sort of discernment as to the differences between shaming somebody, which is bullying tactics, like saying, oh, you're fat, you're ugly, you're horrible. You know what I mean? Like that, that's obviously yeah, but not I still don't know why that's wrong. I, I, I don't, you know no, what no, no, I mean? No, I know, but like we crap. have to break it down for people because people are fragile. Like, you know, well, I know it's wrong. I mean, you're not supposed to, but in like, 
Yeah, like, like I'm telling you, it's it's uh, these things are very complex. They're complex because we've made <laughs> them complex, not because people are incapable of doing this. If you broke it down and said, "Hey, look, this is the consequence for continuing in this kind of decadent behavior," or or what we would call gluttonous behavior. If you're fat, it's gluttonous behavior. If you're a deviant, it's like this kind of decadent behavior, right? Just excessive. You know, it's no different from if you told a gambler, dude, you're gambling too much and it's dangerous. You know, like it's no different if you did that. But yet we don't the the reason why is because of our culture is because we've mainstreamed certain things that we want to be made acceptable. It's like, come on, because think about it without God, without that sort of code of morality, that guiding compass, you can Mm -hmm. justify anything and you can tell anybody that I'm not going to listen to you because you are quote unquote shaming or judging me. I just murdered somebody. So, uh, you know, like for example, if you said I just murdered somebody and you called somebody, well, why'd you murder that person? It's like, don't judge me. You know, it's like you, it's, you can justify anything. Can you? Well, no, but, but uh, I'm not kidding you. Like, I mean, that's an absurd example, but you get where I'm No, 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 it's not absurd. That's why like, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because, um, no, because you know, you, you know a little bit how I used to work in the in the mental, you know, institution. So that that was always the question, always the question that they would always bring up. You know, like, oh man, like these guys, they would kill, they would do things because that's their morality. See what and, I'm saying? And, and it becomes no, but so blurred. Well, no, but it's not just blurred, but it's justified. These people justify it because, yeah, they, they, you know, and, oh, man, like, okay, so as an atheist, I always believed that we needed religion, always, because without it. Even before you were a Christian, you you believed that as an atheist? Yeah, of course, because how can you think any different because i always oh, okay. see but i always thought christianity was for the weak now the weak-minded that because they can't think for themselves and da 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 whatever right so no but you know it's just it's, it's, part, of the, it it's part of the journey it's part of the journey no but it's 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 uh but this is how people think like smart people they think that they're their own guys and, and that's why politicians because they're smart they're not idiots uh as much as you know, I would call them idiots because most of them are, uh, but it doesn't mean they are like they're idiots to me. So if I was to go head to head with them, I'd destroy them. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, but because I don't want people to get confused, like, why do you call them idiots if you just said they're not? Well, in comparison to like the majority of people, they're quite smart. They're quite intelligent people, but they have slightly above average intelligence. They're not super geniuses they can never figure out half the stuff that goes through my head but on that note i used to believe that christianity was for the masses because they were average they needed somebody to shepherd them you know like the way like they need police they need judges because they can't do it from themselves uh but being a christian now i know why we need it not not because of what I used to think as an atheist. So, but as an atheist, I always knew that we need a religion. Why? Because people are scary. They really are because what you just said is exactly how they think. They will justify rape. They will justify murder. Just yesterday, 
I had to explain to somebody why, you know, lie detector tests will never work for 10% of the population because you have people walking around who honestly believe in what they're doing. You know, like there's crimes of passion. Somebody kills somebody in an accident. They're going to have mm-hmm. remorse or whatever. But there's a lot of people that murder because they believe it's justified and they will get away. They will pass any lie detector test because why it is in their soul, just like a politician. So that, that would be like somebody who is basically like a born psychopath or a sociopath. Well, yeah, but it's, but it's even scarier than that. That's like, cause I always knew we needed Christianity and (laughs) I know he got her, but I always knew it. I always knew it. But, but the reason why, it's so important to have God now than ever is because of every, like we are raising sociopaths and that's how they will always maintain control and power because we give, we give up our Liberty, our freedom in exchange for security for protection. And the only way we'll ever be protected is through Christ and not because God controls the carnal mind, but only through Christ can we learn to love our enemies. And these people, you hate to say this, but they are our enemies and we have to love them in order for them to change because these people are sociopathic ideology of murder or drugs or gross ass sex. Why? Because they want control over us. How do we stop it? Only through Christ. And, and, it, and it can't, it's not like, oh, Jesus is, is whatever. But his philosophies, the reasons behind it are the only way to get the medical changes that we need, the behavioral changes that we need to stop these diseases and give us back our own power and liberty over ourselves. And, and that's really, that's, it's, it's, a, it's a trippy concept to understand, but as an atheist and a person who worked with a lot of mentally ill people who really loved to kill and, and rape and, 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 and they thought it was normal and justified because their lives are screwed up and God did all these things to them. So that's what God taught them. You know, like just hearing all that stuff. And knowing why they're, because that was, that was the thing. Why did it happen? Why would God allow all this? I used to think that way. And I'm like, God doesn't exist because God would never let these things happen. But then not until you showed me the Romans, uh, the Romans part that talked about all that. Mm -hmm. It's insane. It's like, oh shit, it's in the Bible the whole freaking time. It was in here and nobody knew. But it's the truth. You know why so many lawyers suck at, at the law? Because there's way too many laws to read. <laughs> it's just, you know, it's like, come on, there's like, I don't want to say a billion, but close to a billion laws. There has to be at least 900 million laws in this, in this country. Almost a billion. And uh, it's a lot to read. So lawyers don't know because they don't have time to read it all. And, uh, and, and that's how a lot of pastors look at the Bible. They don't have time to read so many essential parts of the Bible that will destroy any atheist's argument or politician or Muslim or whoever. You want to know the crazy thing is, though? 
the Bible was not built to be like the Babylonian Talmud or the Kabbalah or anything. It's actually more reasonable than you think once you have Christ, once you're given understanding, right? But it yeah. starts with that. It starts with humility. It's kind of just like, you know, because here's the thing. You said once that it's like, man, that's a complicated book. And you're right. It's complicated when you don't have that, when you don't have the Holy Ghost. You know, when you try to read that without it, obviously you're going to go over and be like, man, some of this stuff makes no sense. But it makes sense. And it's actually feasible to go through the Bible, the whole thing, have read it. I mean, if your pastor knows his doctrine, he should have at least gone through that Bible 10 times, you know, and still yeah. find new things over and over again. But here's the thing, even with the Babylonian Talmud, like other holy books, the, the so-called oral traditions of the rabbis, 14 volumes of, of blasphemy. I mean, it is, that is what it is. It's 14 volumes of blasphemy and witchcraft. Yeah. Most rabbis haven't even read it. It's kind of the same thing with the law, with, with case laws. Cause you know yeah. why? Here's the thing. And it goes back to what we've always talked about. One is a legalistic way of governing, right? A legal, uh, like, you know, just all of these rules and rules and rules. And the other is about faith because we're fundamentally flawed and God knows that. It's not going to leave it up to your works and following the rules <laughs> to get you saved. It's all about faith. And no, but, and that makes perfect sense. It has to make perfect sense because that's how we are. That's how we are as people. We, yeah, are no, but, we are we are fallible. He's the only thing that's infallible. No, but think about this. Can you imagine leaving it up to the works of a mentally ill person who was molested by his mom and granddad, his that's grandfather? Yeah. No, no. There, one of my guys, he was molested by his mother and grandfather. And this dude, and his name was literally Matthew. Now, I'm not going to give his last name, but his name was Matthew. So he was molested under the name of Christ. And that's like because they were some weird, weird, weird people. Like, kind of like the Jim Mormon. Jones sex cult, you know? Yeah, like it's just... yeah. But they were like, I don't want to say Mormons because if there's any Mormon listeners, they're like, oh, that's not what we believe. But you know, it was a twisted version of Mormonism, and this dude was through the ringer, and he was a bad, bad man. And, and that's the thing: there is no way God did this, and that's why you know. Like, I don't understand why Romans isn't the first book. Like, I understand why we need Genesis as the first book. But man, somewhere, some, like, the Jews really missed out on, on like, because, dude, without Romans, nothing makes sense. Nothing. Not even, not even the first two commandments of Jesus, because, like, it makes sense to love yourself. But why in the hell am I going to love my enemies? And, and that's why when we give people the gospel that I've learned from, you know, a, a Baptist method of doing it, right, is that, you know, it's not enough for people. Yeah. It, it's not enough for people to just say, well, accept Jesus as your Savior. You know why? Because that would imply that there's something you're being saved from. And that's the yeah. problem that, that – that's why it's like – that's why Romans 11 or Romans 2 or 3 is so integral in the, the message of giving people the gospel. Because if you miss it, it's not going to make sense. People are going to be like, get out of here with that. I don't need God. I don't need Jesus. But once you explain the why, then it's like, oh. No, but and your truth. reaction was very, I, I, I appreciate the authenticity because it was just kind of like, well, dude, I mean, 50 years, nobody broke it down for <laughs> Dude, come on. No, but I, no, because like I, this might sound crazy, but come on. Who talks about, dude, I've never heard it. 
And I've heard pastors, Catholic priests, a lot of people argue with atheists. And they always lose the argument, why would God allow certain things to happen? And then, and then they have these things because we're supposed to learn from it and, and all these things. Like th- they have all these arguments. I'm thinking, all of it is works, works, works. Well, and then because they said, well, because like Jonah and the whale and all this, you know what I mean? Like, or whoever was in the whale, you know, what I mean? or what happened. It, it sounds and, like it's more confusing even for the person talking about it than it is for the person he's trying to convince. And that's where well, you but, lose people too. Well, not just, but, but that has nothing to do with anything. Like the whole thing about temptation is not the same as God allowing things to happen. You know what I mean? That that's that's the whole thing. Like, you know, Romans breaks down things that people totally are confused about, and that's man. That's why it's like man. Like I've never heard anybody ever break down Romans because nobody. I don't know. I, like I honestly still don't know why. It's like, dude, that's like the ultimate argument. Like you could totally rebut anybody's argument just by quoting Romans like yeah God doesn't have control over the carnal mind boom but uh I mean you can well, rebut these arguments but here's the problem with a lot of unfortunate like even Christian apologists right I don't get me wrong I like listening to Christian apologists like Dinesh and you know Ravi and all that stuff but the uh-huh. problem is I don't hear them espousing as much scripture from the word because they try to get scientific and they use logos and the world's experiences to, to craft the, the, the argument. But all people have to do is point to the word of God. You, you don't need to justify. You just need to show people. That's why I keep telling people, stop getting so fixated on what things mean. Just look at what it says. God is not the yes. author of confusion. If you literally just, if I like pulled this out and I read you the New Testament word for word, right? I wouldn't like, you know, really, you don't have to actually go. So this is what he's saying. No, 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 no. Footnotes are BS. You have to actually read it. And here's the nice thing about the Bible. It's beautifully redundant in a good way. It's almost like God knew we'd fuss around about, well, what does that mean? Well, it's like I showed it to you in six other places and I'm showing you, it's like, (laughs) there's not one gospel, there's four. Gee, no, it's no, like, see, you know, could you not you get any more redundant? You have to. Be. You have to be. Yeah, you have no, no, to. No, seriously, because some, some, you know, that that stupid lady, uh, we, we talked about that shooting in the head and, and oh. Henderson, whatever. She what she called me, counselor? Long winded, right? She said, yeah, long winded. So it's long winded. Come on, that's just another way of saying redundant. You have to be so people like the reason why I'm quote unquote long winded is because. I want to make sure people understand what I'm saying. If I only say it once, um, most people won't get it. It's my experience that it's better to repeat, 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 and then repeat. You just got to repeat all the time. You know, it's just how it works. So, but either way, because I know our time is up. But but is that? But see how like once? Because here's the thing: what you find in Romans or what you find in the Gospels, you'll be able to find in other parts of the Bible, both Old and New Testament. That's why when people preach the Bible, which I wish they would do more of, gotta show it, like show it to people in ten different places. So there's context, not only context, but continuity. And, yeah. um, you know, uh, 
circumstance. That's an important thing for people to like, look at it. Right. And that's all the evidence is there, man. The word's been there since the beginning and I believe it, every word of it. It's just, it's just, I wish like, here's the thing that I'll, I'll end on when it comes to Kanye. Right. There's just not enough doctrine. There's not, you know, is it about you? Cause here's the thing. Every politician loves to say, God bless America. Yeah. What does that mean? <laughs> right? It's just a way of being able to use God to edify yourself and not him. And that's the problem I have even with conservatives, fake conservatives. That's why I'm a little checked out, you know, because you got all these, you know, crazy um, they, the so-called neocons that just they 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 wage wars and they they give foreign aid to other countries and it's just it's not what I support to to continue the fighting to continue carnal thinking and carnal lifestyles and it's no it's not I, yeah no no and, and I'm not kidding you like you know even with Romans now that's I I totally understand the whole story about the Good Samaritan you know eleven because I'm telling you people don't realize how the Samaritans ended and it wasn't through war. It was through what the examples through Christ seriously. And that's why I was like, wow, that's what makes that story even so much better. The good Samaritan story. Yeah. But, but anyway, so Katie Hill is the perfect example of how Christianity is under attack because we, again, have a Christian institution in the constitution. The constitution is what, it's like a document that destroyed the Samaritans way long time ago. Mm -hmm. And it changed the Samaritans. The Samaritans no longer believe what they believe or whatever. They're Assyrians now. You know what I mean? Like the Samaritans, you know, from Samaria, whatever, they're all Assyrian. And most of those Assyrians are Christian. It's just how it is. Like if you study the history of the people, so they were converted to Christianity. They're Syrian people. There's no country where the Syrians come from, but, but yeah, Assyrians are Christian people. How did that happen? They had some sort of documentation that probably got destroyed. That was pretty much similar. I bet you money to our constitution. And it gave us the rights to do this and that, blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. But it's under attack. As long as people feel no shame for the bad stuff that they do. Because again, with mental illness, you justify why you're bad through your illnesses. And, and people look the other way. Why? Eh, because they're crazy. They're mentally ill. They pose no threat. So they're trying to say Katie Hill poses no threat to us because, hey, it's okay to be gross when you do your sex. It's okay. Why are we punishing her? Well, we didn't punish her. She punished herself under this thing and trying to be a martyr. <laughs> Seriously, she's a martyr now for bad behavior. Oh, look at this. You know, and all these men are doing all these equally bad things. But yeah, somehow, some way, I'm being punished and the men are not. So, you know, and, and that's why it's such crap. But what are we going to do? Well, that's you know a good I mean? way to, to wrap it up. I mean, we'll get into this in further detail. But uh, yeah, thank you guys for tuning into the American Maiden Paid Show. We'll be back for one more episode tomorrow before a hiatus for a couple of weeks because I'll be, you know, out and running around. But we'll uh, we'll talk soon, guys. <laughs>